Well, there were two of us in the Canada Pinball household that flipped Willy Wonka this week, and it wasn't Bubba. It was me and my beautiful wife, Brenda, who has decided to join the show today. <laughs> decided to join the well, show? Well, I, I begged her. It's Sunday morning. Brenda, how you doing? I'm good. I am. I, I think I feel a little sorry for your listeners that um, I'm the only other person that you were able to talk about this current topic and JJP number five with at the moment. So, Sure. All right. Now, before we jump into talking about Willy Wonka and our experience at Jersey Jack on Friday, I want to ask you a question. So I just read on Pinside that someone said that I suffer from manic depressive (laughs) tendencies. Now, as someone who lives with me every day, do you feel that's true and accurate? Um, Right. So when you're sitting in the corner, rocking back and forth, crying over the, the cruel words that people are saying. Yep. Uh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. I know, I'm in the corner in the fetal position being like, I hope Hilton doesn't say something about <laughs> my my ability to enjoy my life. I think if you suffered from manic depression, you would not be doing this right. on a regular basis. You and, wouldn't and be just, in this hobby. Just for the listeners of the show, have I do I physically assault you on a weekly basis according to the, the behavior <laughs> at the pinball championship last year? Uh, no. Okay, so Brenda and I were invited by Jack to come to Jersey Jack Pinball. Now, Brenda, this was the first time you'd ever seen a pinball company behind the scenes. What was it like when you went through the doors of Jersey Jack? I'm, I'm sitting here actually sporting my very own Jersey Jack uh, baseball cap. It's very comfortable, loving it, so I am. Um, I was kind of blown away, to be honest. Um, I hadn't seen a pinball manufacturing company ever before. I had an idea in my mind based on just some of the shite that I've heard people talk about uh, and the level of professionalism that's um, not really spoken about in a lot of the, the comments and stuff that you've that I've overheard you talking about, that uh, I've overheard um, you and your friends talk about um, on various different forums and stuff. And it was the complete opposite. It is so professionally put together. Jack has an amazing facility. Um, and there were a ton of people and it really just coming from a seafood industry where I've seen uh, manufacturing and I've seen like companies behind the scenes. This was like super legit. I was super, super, super impressed. Were, were you impressed by the size of Jersey Check Pinball and all the games and parts? And what was it like? I mean, because I, I don't think most people have a context of like what a pinball manufacturing facility looks like. Well, it had an operational line. It was very, very clearly, very well thought through. This is someone who has not done this for, uh, this is not the very first time he's done this. He's clearly been in business multiple times before and he knew what he was doing getting into it. And it was very, very clearly well thought out about um, how do you start the process? What is the line of manufacturing that's needed? How do you ensure that you design the placement of each of those things to be very easy to transition from one to the other, to optimize and to be very efficient? And then also to have enough space in which you can store games, in which you can store parts. Um, And then there was the whole back of house part, which I loved as well. He had a room where there was a beautiful version of each of the games that he has um, already brought out. And I had a lot of fun playing them while you were interviewing Jack and Joe. Right. So we did a tour of the facility and then the moment happened, right? And and we're going to talk about Wonka a little bit without giving away the details. So, Brenda, what were your thoughts when Jack took us into the operation room and showed us Wonka for the first time. You mean JJP number five? Yeah. I signed an NDA. Um, I was very, very, very excited. I was very giddy. Um, 
I think I was giddy for you and I was also a little bit nervous because you've had such high expectations of JJP number five. Um, and I also know that we only have room for one pin in our apartment. And as much as you have loved Batman 66, you have, um, you've crushed that game. You've, you've beaten it essentially, I suppose. Is that what have you I? say? Is that what you say? <laughs> like you've, you've hit all the modes, you've, you've, I, I, you've captured all the I, villains, I, things I've, like that. I've captured the villains. I've been to the wizard modes, but there's no real beating, beating Batman, but it's, okay. it's, Yes, we've. I I've feel seen... like you've personally you've gotten out of it what you were what you were looking to get out of it. So you've been talking for a little while about freshening it up a little bit, and we only have room for one pin. So yeah, I was a little nervous. I was like, oh gosh, here we go. If this isn't it, what's it going to be? Because I'm not too sure what else is coming down the pipeline. Right now, when you saw the game, or when we saw the movie a couple of days before going over there. Are you a big theme of Willy Wonka? I mean, a theme, a big I am fan. a theme of Willy Wonka. I represent each of the characters on a various different basis. Um, no, uh, I am not a theme, but yes, I'm a massive fan of Willy Wonka. I mean, who isn't? Um, I'm not sure if you've already told your listeners, but it was surprising to me when you told me that when you used to watch it as a kid, you were afraid of it. I was the opposite. I wanted to live in that world. I wanted him to be my uncle. I wanted him to to like let me into the chocolate factory and let me have have such fun with this super imaginative, fun world where anything and all of your imaginations and dreams can come true. Yeah, I mean, I was always terrified that the kids never came back in the movie, that they just sort of get sucked through a tube or turn into See, a I blueberry. Didn't, I didn't really care for any of that because I knew that I was Charlie. Right. I knew I was going to win. All right. So you see the game. Now, we jumped on it a bunch of times. Now, we each of us played the game probably five to ten times. I played it a bunch more because I snuck back into the room. Yeah, I was not impressed by that, by the way. We were just waiting for you to come back after finishing your podcast. And, you know, you pop back in. And you're like, where have you been? I've been playing the game. Yeah, they, cool. they were in the showroom playing the older Jersey Jack titles. And I, I just wanted to play Wonka by myself. Now, Brenda, you flipped Batman for a long time. You've, you've played other games in the city. What was it like just from an approachability standpoint playing this game as someone who's not... You took not... the words out of my mouth. Okay, go, go Approachability. Um, I mean, I looked at the game. And I look at a lot of these games, I'm very intimidated. Everyone knows that I don't listen to every one of your podcasts. I certainly do not read Pinside. I am not involved in this in the level that most people are. So when I go to, whether it's Sunshine, and I mean, that's really where we go, um, or even any of these other places where you've got friends who have machines, I'm kind of just like, I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, some of them look beautiful, but they're very intimidating for the most part to approach. Um, This one just, my eyes lit up when I saw it. It looked absolutely beautiful. Like the... The layout, the design, how open it felt, just it drew me in and I wanted to play it, which is not something that is, I feel like you have to kind of urge me and you've got to give me quarters when we go right. somewhere and I'm like, okay, cool, let's do this. Right, uh, but and, this one I wanted to play. And, and I think you guys will see on Friday when the game is revealed, there are just like big pieces of real estate and toys in the game that just sort of jump out at you. Pull you in. Now, did you feel, I know I, I talk a lot on this show about World Under Glass and when you stand over that machine, did you feel like immediately you were transported into the Willy Wonka world? I think, Chris, you were probably frustrated because I bet you to the punch and using that exact line in front of Jack when we, uh, when we saw him last week. Um, it is it very much, I could feel parts of, of the theme jumping out in every aspect of it. And it just it almost like told a story and I wanted to be in there. I wanted to be a part of the playfield. Right. That sounds really weird. Yeah, you want to be part of the play field? <laughs> you want to be part of a piece of wood? Um, now, it, there are people on Pinside who are saying that, you know, I'm overly excited just because I got a tour of the factory. And that and some guy actually emailed me today and said, I, I've sold out, that I'm a sellout because I'm really into this pin. 
do you, you've listened to me complain about pinball companies now for a few years, and, I, and I've done it just because I don't think most of the pinball games that have come out have been that impressive, that innovative. Um, you know, Brennan, like, do you think I've sold out to Jersey Jack Pinball, or do you think people will see what I've seen, what you've seen, and will be converted the same way we have? Um, yes, I think there's a couple of factors. I think number one, you know, if you are a diehard. Um, what was the thing that just came out? The Black Knight. Black Knight. Is that a, is that a yeah. movie? No, no, it's no. A, it's, a, it's an original theme by Steve. Okay, Ritchie. so bad example. If you're a Batman fan and like that is your number one, like you grew up and that's all you wanted to ever do and play and listen to and whatever, then that's your theme. You know, I think like Robert, for example, I think I'd, re- I'd read on when I was catching up on some of your your silly threads this morning, said that he used to call all of his pins his children, and he could never pick a favorite. But growing up, like Batman was his thing. So when Batman '66 came out. And people would ask, what's my favorite? He would say Batman without hesitation. Right. So if you have that, like if, if there's a dream team for you out there, it doesn't matter who it even manufactures it, etc. cetera. Uh, I mean, using Jersey Jack again, the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't personally, I've never enjoyed flipping that. I don't think I've ever actually successfully flipped that pin. But there are people out there who are avid. Uh, Bill, Bill at our wedding, freaking loved that game. Couldn't get him off the machine. Um, so I think it's partly if you're really into this. And I know that you love this theme. So I think it's partly that, but I think a big part for me, and I loved seeing Jack's smile in his face, watching you and other people um, play the game um, last week, is that I feel like he knows he's gotten it right. He knows there's been things that have not been perfect in past games, but he has learned a lot from that, and he has like ensured that he has like hit the nail on the head every single time uh, with this one. So you, so just to go back to the question specifically, when people play this game and see it Friday, do you think they're going to be converted and be as giddy as I was leaving the factory? Yes. Okay. Now I, I, I think, and I said this to Jack, I think people are going to have a hard time standing back from that machine and finding stuff to gripe about. It sort of checks every single box um, that this show's been harping on about for years, which is you have to make a game based on a theme people enjoy. It should look beautiful. It should shoot beautiful. It should have beautiful animations. It should have amazing callouts. It should have replay value. You know, I really didn't walk away and see anything that I would have changed. You know, we see some games on Pinside where it's almost like the design team is asking Pinside for their opinions on how to do this and that. Let me tell you something. There's nothing I could tell Pat Lawler about how to do to better design that game. There's nothing I would tell the artists to do differently. There's nothing I would tell the engineers who made all those mechs to do differently. And I think that's what was so exciting is I didn't feel like I, I immediately had a list of things to critique. Now, Brenda, some people say that I'm selling out because uh, uh, you know I'm not like negative and down on the game. Now, do, <laughs> do you feel like if I found a game like this that I absolutely adore that maybe maybe my job is done in the pinball podcasting world? Oh, guys, he says this like every two days. He's like, oh, I'm totally done with it. This is it. I'm either going out in a high or, you know what, I'm so freaking over it. And people are just so nasty and mean in this hobby. Like, why am I bothering? So, no, I think you love what you're doing. I think that um, you get a kick out of this. I think that you actually are serving a purpose for people. You wouldn't have won the second for the second year in a row as the number one pinball podcast if you truly were not delivering on that. Um, I do think that and I'm hopeful that in next year and whatever future years that more pinball podcasters come out and they learn from you and they uh, can compete with you and, and challenge you. Maybe only then, if we can knock him off his horse, will he really, really retire from this. You think if wait you think I would retire if I finished second? That's we're not in this to win it. I think what what's so what gets called into question a lot too is just that do I even like pinball? 
336 episodes later, you you live with me. You you talk to me more than anybody. Do I have a genuine passion for pinball? And again, these aren't scripted questions, but I would just... What do you say to those people who are like, he doesn't even care about pinball? Um, I've, for, I mean, I've known you all five years, and yes, you've had a pin in this in our home now for every day. Since the day we years. met. Since the day we We've met. We've done a bunch of a... stuff on those pinball machines and not just flip it. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher. Oh, um, yes, but you know, you truly, you love it. Um, you know, when I met you, first of all, it was more arcades. And I think I remember reading at the end of that, um, that article when people asked you about, well, what's next, considering you had just brought to life the bedroom arcade and you had a newfound appreciation for pinball. Um, and you said, I think this is what I want to learn more about. And I think that's what a hobby really is. It's about you diving into something and, and learning everything about it and, and developing an opinion. So yeah, you do. You love it. And when you don't like it, you'll admit it. And right. when you think something's wrong, you'll you'll say it. And when you're wrong, you'll acknowledge it. I, I hope I've apologized for all my wrongdoings, and and I will apologize right now for my future wrongdoings. So between and if you weren't into it, would you really be that passionate? And would you be, you know, if if this was fake for you, you wouldn't be, you know, as expressive or as reactionary. And I think you've learned a lot from that as well. Absolutely. You shouldn't be so. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you a question, Brendan, because between there's two titles that are on the horizon. Obviously, Willy Wonka, we have the order in. So you know I've ordered it. So first, let me ask you that. Like, What are your feelings on the fact that your husband has just decided to allocate $12,500 of our seemingly joint account now? It's, it's your play money. But are you excited to get it? Yes, I am excited to get it. Absolutely. Um, and to touch on the joint account thing, we still don't have one, guys, so please encourage him. I think it would be a healthy exercise. Um, but you'd never, you would never invest money in something that would jeopardize what our plans are and what our future are. So that's why I tease and I call it, that's your play money. So if you want to spend money on that, cool. I'm going to go buy a nice bag for myself. You're not going to question that. Um, I buy you nice bags, though. You don't yes. buy me pinball machines. No, I'm never going to buy you What's a pinball up with that? machine. It's <laughs> not fair. It's such a double standard. Um, okay, so. But yes, I'm excited for it because again, you know, go back to what I said. It's beautiful looking. It's it's not at all intimidating for someone like me. I know that when my friends come over, it's going to be a nostalgic theme that they're going to get giddy to want to talk about and they're going to want to like play it. And then when they do play it, my friends are like me. They. The, priority for us is can we keep the ball alive right and there are the shots were wide i loved that i could actually hit a ramp you know um right and i loved that just i could see the ball wherever it was right and there were so many wonderful pieces it, it wasn't like all this blinking lights everywhere i wasn't super confused that i have been in other that's things. a really good point we haven't talked about you know i think that casual people who walk up to this game are, are gonna have so much fun and they're gonna be pulled into it immediately and also to your point, the ball is always in, it, you always know where it is. Like the, this game doesn't feel like you're losing the ability to, to sort of understand what you're doing. Um, I just think when people see like the toys and the way the world is popping out, you know, from the, you know, the play field and they're going to, they're going to know exactly what to shoot and they're going to see like, you know, the, well, what happens when I hit this and then they're going to see what happens. Even if you don't know what to shoot, because guys, I didn't really know what to shoot. I was excited to keep shooting. You know, I had no idea. Like when, when we came back in and you had been playing a few games on your own, you had talked about unlocking things and whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I jumped on not knowing how to unlock those things, but I didn't care. Right. I was just happy keeping the ball alive because everything felt fresh and new. And, and I mean, obviously it was, but it was exciting to be able to, to know where the ball was going and know that I was doing that. Right. So I got an, I got a note from someone who was talking to Pat Lawler today. And Pat is also making some changes to the game. Um, they're just tightening some things up. I, I heard that the version we played is not the final production version. 
Um, they're going to make the game maybe a little bit not more you know, a little bit more difficult. And I don't and what I mean by that is they make the ramps. I mean the ramp openings were pretty big. They might make those a little bit smaller, which I don't think will be a problem because they were really easy to hit. Jack, if that happens, can I please have the game that has the white ramps? Thank you. It's still going to be, um, you know, a game that's not going to be frustrating. And Pat said that. He's like, I'm making this game so that everyone can play it and have fun. I'm not making a game uh, with super tight shots that are only for tournament players who have a high level of, you know, ultra high level of skill. And, I, and you know, and again, we always say on the show, a game should be hard to get through the modes and get through the game from a software standpoint, but a game shouldn't be frustrating to shoot. So let me ask you a question though. So Willy Wonka is coming into the house. Batman is leaving. Well, first let me ask you, are you going to be sad to see Batman go or were you just pretending to like it as much as I did because I grew up with the show? <laughs> I mean, um, I'm very familiar with it. I think Batman's cool. Yeah, but I, this is going to sound so cliche, but you know, I played with Barbie dolls. I wasn't necessarily playing with, with, with Batman. Um, so I wasn't emotionally attached to it as you are. Now it's beautiful looking. It is genuinely a piece of art. Um, so come on, for that come on, reason, upsell maybe, it. I'm trying to sell it right now. Give me some sizzle. Sell it. It's gorgeous. It's fabulous. <laughs> it's, it looks like it's never been played before. It is um, mint. It you is put mint. a lot of, you know, you got it and then you started buying all these things. I was like, why are all these things arriving? Like, why do you need to put this protector on? Why do you need to put these side things on? Why do you need to dress it up more? Um, and I think it was partially to protect it so that it does look like it's never been flipped before. Um, but also to add a little bit more of uh, the the world under glass that you felt wasn't necessarily there. When, now, when now some people say that I never play pinball and that I'm I'm just a troll who doesn't even enjoy pinball. You you're here, guys. Don't, the machine gets turned on, doesn't it? <laughs> maybe maybe what I'll start doing is that every time Chris uh, is playing pinball, I'll jump on to like Pinside or something and just start ranting and raving, and you then you'll should. see the volume. You should start a Pinside account. I really should not. Pinside Brenda. And you can... No, they, they actually can't ban you. I'm well, they good. could. They'll right. probably think it's you. So... But no, yes, you play it a lot. Um, but that's, again, because you love it. And you get excited and you get giddy. And I don't mind that because I'll sit out here and I'll watch my reruns of Sex in the City. It's cool. Now, is that giddiness happening before or after I'm in the fetal position as a manic depressant who lives <laughs> in a New York City apartment, has a great job, a beautiful wife, a great ball dog, a Dodge Demon, all the, all the reasons why I'm a manic depressed tendencies you know and i'm also been called a, a sociopath an egomaniac uh, and, and a lot of other things okay so brenda let me ask you a question too so between toy story and willy wonka i know oh. you love both um what what are your thoughts like are you now that you've seen wonka, Is Toy story actually coming out because we, we've we've, yes. we've mentioned it when we talk about like dream pins and stuff yeah so toy story is coming out it's also being made by the same team that made willy wonka so like is and that it, confirmed? Yes. Did you sign an NDA? I, I Jack Jack <laughs> is like JJP number five six, so that is also happening. Um, are you now sort of like we just should own both, or you're like if you had to choose between the two, like what 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 would you say? Um, I will say that it's Willy Wonka currently because I've seen it, I've played it, and it's beautiful, and I want to play it. I have no idea what this next one, JJP number six or seven or whatever number down the line it's going to be, is going to look like. Guns and Roses. Or what it's going to feel like or how accessible it's going to be. And, and until I see that, because I love Toy Story so much, if it's not ticking all the boxes, then I'm not going to want it in the house. Right. Okay. So I, my goal with the room is to, if I can fit two in this place, maybe we move that couch. I'm looking Guys, at the couch. Guys, we really room. can't. No, maybe, I don't, maybe he's, that, he's absolutely off but, his, his but rocker. If that, if that couch, which is Bubba's like fifth bed in the apartment, um, if that moved, we could put two there. It move where? Lads, he's lost it. Like, this, Bubba, it's Bubba just could not sleep happening. under the pins. 
Um, his brother's like, what are you talking about, daddy? Should we talk about, let me ask you a question. How did it feel to be beaten by Brenda multiple times um, when we first flipped the pin? I mean, Brenda's a really good pinball player. Not really, guys, at all. You didn't. Did you beat me at one? I had higher scores than you every single time we played. All right. Well, it's because I've trained you. No, 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 no. no. How did you feel? Feel great. (laughs) Honestly, this game was so much fun to play. I wasn't focused on score, trying to get beat. I was, you know, beat anyone. I was just trying to sort of contain my excitement in front of the people there. So let me ask you a question to you, Brendan, because I've walked away from this whole experience and a lot of people are saying like, why did Jack even invite Chris over? You know, Chris just slammed them at TPF. You know, I, I had that whole podcast where I, I ranted and I know why he did. So why do you think he invited me? Because I, I, I think that he knows that he has, he has definitely um, not knocked it out of the park with some of the prior games. There definitely have been things. He's made a lot of lessons and learn, learnings. Um, and I think he knew that he knocked it out of the park with this one. He really did. He's learned so much. He ticked all the boxes and he was excited to show you and almost like force you to like fall in love with it and almost like try find something that was wrong with it. You were so giddy. You were so excited I mean, and you were even you were seeing things in the game that he was hopeful you would see. Yeah, it's so mindfully thought through. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of people think there was some big like conspiracy where Jack and I are in the cahoot, 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 <laughs> and we're like working together to market and hype this machine, and, and nothing of that sort is is accurate. I mean, it was just a simple invite. Um, when we went over there. I played hooky from work, and and probably it, shouldn't say that on this. Podcast. Looks fine. I mean, here's here's my thing is is Jack doesn't read Pinside. Jack doesn't listen to podcasts. I mean, he, he listened to the show where I destroyed them at TPF. But he, but I'll tell you this, Jack knows when they do stuff that is half-assed. Jack will be the first person to tell you that he didn't want to do the Yellow Brick Road reveal the way it was, but he had nothing to give people, but he had to give them something because the game was already on the line. But by the way, it's gorgeous. It is beautiful. I mean, and, he, and look, for those people out there, I think Pinside looks at that game and is like, oh, they removed the monkey. No one's going to buy this. But there's a world of like 9 billion people out there, most of which have never even heard of Pinside or seen the game before. And there are more than enough households who are just getting into pinball mm-hmm. who will probably buy it. Look, look. And the gold glitter, I mean, beautiful. Right. But I, look, and this show, I'm not shilling JJP. I wouldn't buy one $11,500 with a mechanism being yanked out. I, I, I don't like companies going in that direction. I think you should always get more for the money, not less. I understand why he's doing it. I understand who the target is, but I would never buy a yellow brick road You're edition. You're not the target. But here's the thing, and I've said on this show, I, I just, I think Waz is gorgeous, but when you flip Wonka, it, it's like, it's such a better shooting pinball machine. And again, but this is seven years. This company has learned from every game and I think they're going to see that this is the culmination of everything this company has learned to date. I'm not a Waz fan. No, I, I don't even like the wide body games. I, I this is we're gonna get standard bodies from Pat Lawler, and you guys are gonna fall in love. So, um, you know, I guess the thing now becomes the wait to get it. Are you are you okay like waiting a few months? Because that's Jaws. So the big question now becomes: <laughs> I hope Jack can just get the game on the line. I hope he can get it out in a, in a couple months. That's the plan. Um, what do you think people's reactions going? Am I nervous that this that you're going to actually sell Batman sixty six and then you're going to use the void in in our bedroom, guys? It's in our bedroom. That corner is going to become the fetal position corner. That's it. It's the manic. Dis- I'm going to do a little circle. This is Canada's like manic depressed spot to sit in as I wait for Willy Wonka. 
All right, so we're, we're excited as a couple to get this game. And for many people out there, I know you guys go through the same journey where you want to get a game that your family and your wife will be into, but that you also will be into. And I think that game is also going to check the boxes um, when it comes to that. So, look, it's going to be a great summer for pinball. Do you think, Brenda, that uh, if you look at the other pinball companies out there, not that you study them the way I do, but do you think this will be the new sort of standard by which other games will be measured? I don't really know what that question really means in terms of, I don't know what the current standard is, right? Is there a current standard? Well, I mean, you saw the game on Friday, right? Yeah. Everyone will see the game this Friday. Mm -hmm. When people release new games now, do you think Wonka will be the game people compare every new game to moving forward as like, this is what we're looking for in pinball? Um, maybe. I don't think it's a, it's, it's not a black and white yes or no answer. It really right. can't be because it depends on the theme, it depends who's designing it, it depends on the artwork, it depends on the approachability, it depends on like the flip ability. Is that even a word? Yeah, anyway, um, you know, how you can, well, uh, the gameplay. Yeah. Um, when people hear flipability, they think about me flipping games for a profit, that's also not about true. actually the gameplay. Um, I'm glad you don't do that anymore. Um, okay, by the way, just confirm for everyone here, we are keeping Willy Wonka. I am not, I'm not pumping this game up and then flipping it. It's This game will be in my apartment I am not selling the collector's edition spot I have. Just to, okay, you know, I promise you, Brenda, on our marriage, on all that is sacred. Jesus, you don't, yes. have, to, you don't have to go that. Well, no. Don't be that dramatic. I also promise you that Chicago Gaming Company is remaking Alien God, Pinball. 100% Lord. confirmed. Um, That'll okay. be a big lesson for you there. Oh, my God. Thank anyway, you, let's not Let's not dwell on that. Thank you, Ice. <laughs> yes, he is keeping it, lads. All right, so I guess the other thing I want to talk about, and then we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna let these up. guys go. Yeah, so the one thing I want to talk about, because... We didn't just meet the new machine from Pat Lawler and team. I think a big part of our trip over to JJP was about meeting Jack and meeting the people inside the company. Now, what did you think about Jack as a person and everyone you saw over there? I loved him. I want to get a cup of coffee with him. I would happily go over with a box of berries, tea and some biscuits and sit down and have the chats. I mean, it, and he was such a gracious host to he us. He really was. I mean, you, you, you think after all that I've said about Jersey Jack at times, you know, he even said to me, he's like, Chris, you know, I know you're passionate about pinball, but he's like, you've also been wrong about my company. He's like, I, I didn't go bankrupt three times. Mm -hmm. So Jack is fully aware of some of the things I've said about the company. Um, I called you out on that as well. Yeah. You know, when we were walking out, uh, even I think when we were walking in, I was like, this looks like a much bigger... Uh, operation than you had ever kind of alluded to and you know yeah. from what I've heard or heard you talking about in passing right and certainly when we walked out and, and it, you know it I think what's hard for me and this is the struggle that I go through with this podcast and, and I said this to Brenda as we were walking around the factory I said you know look look at this Brenda look at all the hard work look at all the parts look at all the people look at all the passion look at all the enthusiasm they have you know it's really easy for me to grab a microphone and, and just tear down uh, an organization's game, you know, tear them down as a company, we, we, and it doesn't cost me anything. Um, but I also feel like that's my, you know, that's that's my struggle with this podcast is, uh, but I want to be fair, and I want to be honest, and I want to give you my opinions about games, and you know me, and then, you know, for those of you who think, well, now I'm just going to say everything JJP is great. No, it's, it's not about that. I, I've always been in search of the best games possible. I don't think You've been getting the best games possible for a very long time. And to me, I, I, I say this with all honesty, when I, after playing Willy Wonka, I, I did feel like part of what I've been in search of all these years 
is is represented in that game and I really could just put that game in my home and not go on pinside every day and not be waiting to see what's next. I think a lot of why people wait to see what's next is they're really not satisfied with what they have today. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when you get married to someone like Brenda. I don't wake up every day and be like, well, what what woman can I use next? <laughs> Thank God, lads. And, and I kind of want to marry Willy Wonka Pinball. And I, and I think for many of you out there, you know, who always just want to unbox the next game, I do think a lot of that drive to speculate what's next is not just because you're excited. I also think half of that is driven by your current disappointment that you know there could be more from Pinball. And I've been the most disappointed in Jersey Jack games to date because I've always felt like they were so close to greatness but yet each one sort of fell down a little bit for me and I just didn't feel that way and I feel the company has turned a corner and I can't wait for all you guys to see it on Friday. Brenda, do you think they're gonna get, I don't know, do you think they're gonna feel the same way when they see it? Um, yeah, I mean, I hope so. And you know, there's gonna be people out there who just like to hate and love to hate and they're gonna be people who find flaws, but sure, and that's with them. Right. So here's what I've done, because I don't wanna do another podcast between this one and Friday. <clears throat> he but said I, that yesterday. I, I know there's going to be a long wait for you guys. And it's, it's what, like five days to go until you see Willy Wonka Pinball. Now, what I've done is, for me, I always feel like music is the other thing I love so much in life next to pinball. And so what I've done is I've curated about a 45-minute or 50-minute just mix of songs that I think you guys will enjoy. For those of you who listen to this podcast, I always have like a fun intro song that's different each time. So I put together this little sort of, we'll call it the Willy Wonka, the Wait for Wonka musical mix. And I'm going to upload it after this podcast. And all it's going to be is the musical track. So you can download it. You can enjoy it. You can call me all sorts of names based upon the mix that I've put together for you guys. But I hope you enjoy it. It's I don't think I've ever seen another pinball podcast give people the gift of music. Do you think they'll like it, Brenda? Um, I mean, I love your mixes and your brother's mixes. I think you guys come up with amazing, amazing uh, mashups. So, you know, put it on in the background and enjoy it. Um, I think you guys will get a kick out of it. And I, and I would encourage everybody. Here's the deal. This is all about the new games we're going to see on Friday. It's about the Black Knight versus Willy Wonka. It Why is, is it versus? Well, because it is versus. And, and Jack actually sent me an email this morning in which he said, you know, I think what people are going to see Friday is the DNA of both companies on display. You're going to see the best from the king, Steve Ritchie, the best he has to offer, um, working with Stern and what Stern's approach to pinball is, and you're gonna see the best from Pat Lawler and what the DNA of Jersey Jack is and the approach in which they take. And I'm not gonna tell you right now what I think you're gonna feel, but the reality is you're gonna see, I think, what's at the core of each of these companies and you're gonna make up your own mind on which one is the one for you and which one is the you know the company that is doing it the best way. Now here's the other part though too, just to be fair. These are radically different games. Mm -hmm. I think one is gonna be like fast and like heavy, like a fast heavy metal concert like in Black Knight. And I think another is gonna be like a trip to Disney World that you're never gonna wanna forget. And you definitely, you definitely can love both and you can own both. And maybe you want to and that's an awesome thing. Uh, but I think the question I'm curious to see how people respond is, which one is giving you the greatest value? I think they're both going to be amazing pinball machines. 
but when it comes to like one, they're both $9,000 sitting next to each other, it's gonna be pretty interesting to see what the feedback is. Um, but it's a great time, right, Brendan? We've never had two of the greatest historical designers of all time. Brendan's just like looking oh back. Oh my God, like, yeah, greatest she's like, time she's ever. Like, she's like, all my friends are waiting to see what Lawler <laughs> and Richie do this, this Friday. But we've never had a show in which both of the most iconic and legendary designers are having both of their games on display to flip for, for this at the same time. I love it. This is like this is like seven, eight years in the making. Jersey Jack and Stern colliding at the Midwest Gaming Classic. Two of their best designers giving their you know their their best efforts forward. What a time! What a time! Are you as excited? <laughs> Brent is like, um, what are we doing for brunch today? Avocado toast or mimosas? <laughs> No, I think it's great. I, I, I mean, guys, I've now been, uh, whether I want to or not, I've been exposed to this hobby for the last five years. And I definitely see there has been an upward trajectory. There's been a lot of positive movement, but there's also been a lot of like lessons learned and stuff. So yeah, maybe you are right. Maybe this is the, the point in which it all comes to, to light. You've got two different companies, two very different approaches, two great designers, things like that, whatever. Two very different themes too. So um, I mean, the people will speak when they see them both and flip them both. Absolutely. Well, guys, it's going to be an exciting Friday. You're not going to get another show from me. I swear to God. I have a Does this also mean you're not going to be on like responding or, or like doing research or are you taking five days off? Or? No, 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 no. I'm always okay. reading. But here's the thing. We have a very special birthday party we have to go to Friday night. So I'm also most likely not going to be watching the reveal live um, of Wonka. So I'm excited though. You know what I'm going to be doing? Is this you asked if there was a TV in the room you, that no. I was booking? What I'm going to be doing when that moment happens, I'm going to sit in a, in, a, in a chair. I'm going to get a glass of Louis Trey and a cigar. And I'm going to put my feet up and just light the cigar and just have the biggest grin on my face as all of you see for the first time Willy Wonka. And you realize that it is what you've all been dreaming about all these years in pinball. And I can't wait. You guys are going to be just like so excited. Um, you're going to want to get your orders in. And I think you're also going to like and love Black Knight for like, you know, it's going to be, I think, the game Richie wanted to make all these years too. I think it's a great time uh, to see these two games at the same time in pinball. So everyone, enjoy the musical mix. If you didn't listen to this, podcast and you're like why the fuck is there a music mix on Canada's pinball podcast oh also i just cursed someone's <gasps> brenda someone sent me an email being like why can't you make your podcast family friendly this was for the most part but this i'm was pretty good i used the word friggin at one point is that a curse i don't know someone's like did you kiss your mom with that mouth i'm like my mother's sicilian like you guys have no idea she would <laughs> yeah, talk about assault my mom would beat me with a wooden spoon my whole childhood maybe that's why i'm so manic depressed um anyway Brenda, thank you for joining. Any last words to the listeners of the show? Go have a lovely Sunday, lads. Listen to this. Put on the playlist. Listen to the music. Go spend time with your friends and your family. All right? It's a gorgeous day outside. Beautiful words, everyone. We'll talk to you Friday late, late night or early Saturday morning. Enjoy Slum the games. Slum on Gathena. Baby, don't hurt me.